As a child, you were frightened by a huge snarling dog. Though the dog is called man's best friend by many, you have hated and feared dogs all your life. One night, as you lie in your lonely room in the stone hut on the moors, you are awakened by a sound in the distance. and welcome to Inside Baseball with Old Chestnut. I'm Liam Allen with Morris Sachs. How you doing, MB? Way to kick it off there, big guy. The dogs. Oh, the my dogs. God. So and I'm sweet. here to talk about one and only one dog. Let's get it out of the way. And that is your gold. Oh, 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 A2, Brute. A2. Let's, are you ready to take it out behind the barn? Uh, you know, um... No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no. Go on. No, go no, on. No, no, two no. weeks. Here we are. Two weeks. We're going to okay. kick the can down the road. Well, so um, the one advantage of being a uh, trading manager for all these years is I've heard every excuse in the book. So I've okay. got a bag of, <laughs> bag of lines here. Uh, first and foremost, um, the value of the premium has declined so much. There's <laughs> a, lot, a lot less risk. Okay. That's, uh, a, that's uh, on the upside. Okay. So uh, I agonized all week about it. Okay. And you noticed that throughout the week, the stock market on most every day traded higher. And then by the end of the day, it closed lower on the day. Drip lower, yep. And that is the sort of thing I look for for a, a sea change event. Okay. Interesting. So Friday, uh, Nate came over and we went for a, a gravel ride. And uh, the spoos were up like 20. And um, we got somewhere and I uh, had to make a pit stop. I checked and they were... Uh, kind of back to unchanged and I, I had said i wanted to see how they traded the spoos traded before i pitched the, the the part of the gold right and by the time i got home they were you know down mm -hmm. 20 or something they closed down 34. now um the gold traded poorly but but everything traded poorly yep so um i've decided that uh I'm going to hang on to this thing for the time being. The The fundamental reasons uh, I've entered into the trade, I think, are still there. Um, I think we're closer to a uh, potential inflection point on some of these things. And like I said, uh, seriously, the, the amount of premium I had from mm -hmm. two weeks pr previous had declined by 25%. Wow. So, um, yeah. 
you know, it's just all of a sudden the risk reward feels much less mm -hmm. skewed. Um, although I do know you've become a bit of a folk legend because on uh, a friend of ours uh, uh, newsletter, uh, they were in this comment section. They were replying to one of my comments that Liam was going to uh, <laughs> harass me uh, <laughs> about the gold. So gold and silver. Yeah, mm -hmm. I've been I've been wrong. Uh, full stop. And um, I'm glad we let off with that. I mean, mm -hmm. if, if that's your best shot, dude, I don't. <laughs> that's the old bringing a knife to a gunfight. I know, I know. It would have killed me if you got rid of it, though, because I agree with you. Um, that you've got a little more time for that to unfold. I've got uh, nine months. Okay. All right. And, um, you know, I've, as I said, I've done a pretty good job of rolling the position, but if the price of gold goes down, the price of gold goes down, there's nothing you can do about that. But um, if we get a decent move uh, at some point, and, and I, you know what, I, I want to talk about some of these fundamental things that uh, might all come together here, which is, uh, might be worth talking about a little bit. I, I know, um, you got some emails from some people and, and, uh, I think a great question we got was this notion of transitory inflation. Yeah. Um, from, uh, one of our friends talking about how like the household bills have gone up and, and, mm -hmm. you, you know, full disclosure, it's no secret that I've been thinking, you know, we've got sort of this disinflation or deflationary risk. And um, a lot of the problems uh, have been supply chain created. And, you know, I'm, I'm starting to have second thoughts about that. I, I think that uh, as this person posed the question about, you know, once prices go up, they don't go down. Right. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, um, I, you know, I go th get this physical manipulation thing called rolfing, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. I, you know, uh, I've gotten kind of uh, accustomed to going. And uh, I, the fellow just raised his price, uh, do the math in my head, uh, 15%. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. That price isn't coming down. Right. Right. Of even course, if, that sticks. And, yeah. Even if the price of apples and bananas go down, that's not going down. Mm -hmm. I hear, uh, you know, a lot of the, um, uh, you know, construction costs, uh, you know, um, lumber has come back down, but but steel, mm -hmm. aluminum, mm -hmm. you know, they're, they're oh, going yeah. through the roof. Uh, energy prices are higher. Natural gas is once again, exploded higher. Um, and then we have the labor situation, which is why I think we really have, uh, why I'm really, if you, if you put the gun to my head and said, you have to either have to get out of the gold or double your position. Okay. Those are my two choices. I'm doubling the, the position. I agree. Yep, now, I think now I'm right. not going to do that I, because mm -hmm, I'm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, I, I hold myself out to be a disciplined, mature um, trader when, you know, obviously I'm just like every other loser and uh, <laughs> I hate to admit <laughs> defeat, but no, but the truth is, um, and, and I'll try and explain uh, the, the concept here. So um, we see prices of, of everything going up, rent, 
house prices, used car prices, right? Food, energy, everything, building materials. Okay, wages, the whole thing. Okay, uh, even in the Fed's rec- most recent beige book on uh, prices, they're they're talking about not just prices, but uh, but shortages of some materials, and even you know, um, kind of uh, charity begins home. Cheryl said to me a week ago, she uh, ordered a bunch of like. Uh, cleaning supplies and the things that the last time we had yep. the issue were a little bit in short demand. And, and, uh, she was over visiting with our friends, the fellow who's an economist, uh, at an investment bank. And, you know, he, he said, that's probably a good idea because they're starting to see some dislocations. So, wow. um, in the short run, uh, we've have very definitive price pressure. And it's been caused by a supply shock. Um, I think in a lot of cases, Rolex watches not being one of them. Um, <laughs> that's been a demand change. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I know you got another zinger for me, so we can come back in a minute. But um, uh, I, I think that um, we have the, the price uh, issue. And why I'm excited about the, the, the metals is because uh, we had the payroll number, and I didn't realize this. So you saw the regular or overall unemployment rate, I think, dropped two-tenths of a percent, right? Mm-hmm. And for weeks and weeks and weeks, you and I have been talking about you've got white labor, black labor, Asian labor, Hispanic labor, right? Yep. So black unemployment in this, the last employment statistic I have to find it. I think it went from it went from eight point two percent to eight point six percent. It went up mm-hmm. four times. Crept okay. up. Yep. There, there's just. I'm willing to make that bet that the Fed looks at that number, the black unemployment number. They look at the fact that you've got the funds rate pinned at zero. You've got quantitative easing. So their risk, I would imagine, they think is asymmetrical, meaning they got all the the ammo in the world to slow things down. They don't have ammo to make things more accommodative. So um, that's why I think we can sort of get into this situation um, where investors are like, well, this is it. You know, yep. we need to move out of the... U.S. dollar. Um, there's only so much I can have in the cryptocurrencies, and we can talk about that a little bit. I mean, everyone kind of knows how we feel about that stuff. but uh, And so we're going to start to see these things manifest themselves, right? Because um, if we continue to have these supply chain logistical problems uh, and inflation continues to go up, and Powell and company keep talking about, you know, we've got a dual mandate and yes, the overall unemployment rate is dropping, but you know, we have to be sensitive to those most vulnerable, mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. And that's the, that's the match that um, combine that by the way, with um, 
There's that, uh, this is an amazing thing. There's that uh, website, Zero Hedge, right? Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. um, if you pay a hundred bucks a month, they send you everybody's research and newsletter. Oh, I didn't know that. I I don't know. I don't know how they do this. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, so that comes out of the um, the research and development budget for Inside Mm -hmm. Baseball with Old Chestnut. Okay. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. um, Anyway, uh, I went through this thing, and Bank America has an internal survey. And I think I sent this to you. Yep. So the uh, clients of Bank America have never owned more stock, and they've never owned less bonds. Amazing. And um, you 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 have that uh, with a bunch of these other things going on, and uh, you, you you do have a pretty interesting setup of how these things could play out. And then, of course as you were so excited to send me earlier in the week, the discussion about Tether. And mm-hmm. um, so yep. there I've been talking straight. So what do you think about all this stuff? Rest in peace to the 60-40, right? Is that, uh, we talked about that months ago, about 60-40 going away because bonds are doing nothing. And then here you have Bank of America doing, they've got 65% in, at an all-time high in, in U.S. equities or equities, you know? And they have 17% in bonds or something? Yeah, or and 10% in cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't uh, know. All right. Well, uh, we'll see. see uh, you brought up the Fed. Since you mentioned the Fed, um, are you outraged by the disclosure that those guys are – are not trading their own account (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) oh dear lord i'm uh uh, i'm shocked frankly i'm shocked i mean i okay thank you geez louise is that is that despicable behavior or is that is it not it's just it's just obtuse i mean dear lord like you know i have a number of uh friends or Mm-hmm. Our former colleagues and so that that they're in positions of managing risk and investments and stuff and so i won't even trade single name stocks anymore because you know like if something went sideways like i'm the guy i'm the poster mm-hmm. child that they yeah uh, they want to send to jail for mm-hmm. trading and inside information <laughs> and you got guys pulling the levers Going, oh, I, I need a little more of those REITs or something like that. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. just not great optics. It's not. And it's that's not what they said. Optics. It was a percep it was a perception problem more yeah. than a more than the action itself. Well, you know? yeah. But but as I learned trading for years, you know, perception, if you're good at yeah. this, you can make perception become reality. Oh, so, yeah. Wow. It, it's funny. Um, just as a little segue to this thing. I don't know if you know this, but for my 61st, 61st birthday, Shell got me a box of these hats, <laughs> Inside Baseball with Old Chestnut. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen you, so I haven't been able to give you one. Mm-hmm. But um, So I've got a bunch of these things. And she had the idea that we have a contest, and I ask like a... Um, a question or something, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or you ask a question, and whoever kind of gets the first answer gets a hat. Okay. But it, Interesting. It, yeah. Is, that, yeah, yeah. is that trying to buy? No, okay. not at all. No. So I, I have 
along these lines, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like you said, this show writes itself, right? Right. Yeah, it's not okay. hard. So, so let me um, let me ask the first question, okay? And mm-hmm. uh, legal came down and said, just to make it clear, mm-hmm, <laughs> there's mm-hmm. one hat, and we'll mail it to you. Okay. And the decisions of the judges are final. Final. Yep. Okay. Right. Okay. General counsel. So, all right. Let me see. I, I think I wrote this down. Otherwise, uh, I'm going to feel like a creep. Okay. Okay. In October of 1978, okay, a person who was to become a future public servant put $1,000 into a commodity account. July of 1979, that account had almost $100,000 in it, trading futures. So October 78, 1000 bucks. July 79, 100000 bucks. Who is that person? Future so, what? What was their, their future position? Public servant. Public servant. Killing it so, in the futures in, in the late 70s. Yeah, and, and, I'll, and I'll tell you, Public it ain't servant. Eugene Cashman. Uh, <laughs> um, so, so send your guesses to InsideBaseballCast Inside at gmail.com. InsideBaseballCast at gmail.com. Yeah. And, right. um, we I bet we have an answer by Monday morning. And Monday just morning, for sake, I bet. Just for sake of clarity, my brother's not allowed to uh <laughs> to enter it's got to be okay. somebody else okay right. uh as long as we're talking about the listeners um mm-hmm. i've you know I, I claim i'm not good with math but i like it um but i've got the addition subtraction multiplication thing down pretty good i think we're up to four and a half female listeners now incredible yep um so, also, but there might be a sil- there might be a silent majority out there of women that listen and maybe don't just email us as much as uh, the guys do, you know. You I, don't guess, think so? I, I just don't. I just don't. We have confirmed. I, we have a confirmed, you know, couple of of, of female. We have a confirmed four and a half. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. You you wondering how I get a half? <laughs> <laughs> one of our one of my friends. Um, He's getting divorced, and so apparently, when he goes for drives with his new girlfriend, he plays this, and um, <laughs> and he makes her listen to it. So I don't, I, we don't get the full w- one, right? Because it's okay, against, yeah, 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 yeah. against her will, <laughs> being held against her will. Jeez, jeez. I do want to thank the guys. There, there have been a bunch of guys. I want to thank Freddie, who listens with his wife and says he hasn't missed an episode. All right, that, so that's that's, that's what we okay. get for. So okay. it's, all right. it's Maddie, Kate, mm-hmm. my sister, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Freddie's wife. Okay, and then my and then the other guy's uh, mm-hmm. girlfriend. That's four and okay. a half. Okay. Um, I know of some other ones though that listen that I'll keep their uh, I'll keep their identity private that I've I've I'm aware that listen to the show. Really? Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But 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 by name, I want to thank Freddie and his wife Derek. All right, and a distinguished senator from the great state of Colorado. There's been a lot of guys that sent me a not a lot of nice emails um, wow. that I haven't always responded to, but there's been a couple of guys, especially Greg, Mark, Tom. Uh, that sent us really nice stuff, and I yeah. bet you those guys, some of those guys in the audience, will get that question. My guess is by Monday morning. Um, okay. Did you so. mention Barack? 
No, I did not. <laughs> okay. No, he, you know, he hasn't spoken to me since I had that disagreement with him at his birthday party at Martha's Vineyard. Okay. Well, <laughs> no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> going back to the shortages thing, mm -hmm. I don't know why I found it so funny. So the other night, uh, you know, I don't, I think I, uh, it was just kind of hot and sweaty. I took a shower. Mm -hmm. I'm brushing my teeth to go to bed. Mm -hmm. I'm using like Q-tips to clean my ear out. Mm -hmm. And Cheryl sees me with the Q-tip and she goes, oh, by the way, if you run out of Q-tips, don't order anymore. I have plenty. And I'm like, <laughs> <What>? I'm like <laughs> that's it? That's the needle mover? Right. Exactly. <laughs> the, the run rate of this house? Yeah. Wow. One more box of Q-tips? Jeez, yeah, just in case it goes up. I, yeah. I thought that was very funny. I yeah. thought that was very funny. Um, um you mentioned shortages and 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 you brought up the the metals and the commodities. Can I talk about uranium for 5 minutes? Can we just stick it in right now in the middle of the show because I will listen yeah, to yeah. All right, cuz I, I listen to the market huddle. Okay, you don't. Okay. So, cuz I listen to market huddle, all right, right. with our yeah. friend Kevin Muir and he had on a guest over the past weekend, Cuppy, who, if you're on Twitter, you know who he is. Um, and he has been preaching the uranium gospel, and it mm -hmm. is fascinating. Okay. Really? Um, okay. Yeah. 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 So I'll, t I'll encourage our listeners to, to do their own research on that. But the, to me, the uranium story is incredible about how nuclear power plants basically need it. Um, and the math, according to the way that it is today, they're going to need a lot more of it. The price is low, and they're going to jack the price up. And Sprott has opened, I don't know if I want to use the word open, but an ATM, whatever that is. Do you know what that is? Basically, uh, they, you know, I Sprott saw something, but I don't know. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't either. But but I would I would encourage our audience who seems to like these little tidbits about it, because I get a lot of stuff, feedback on the Tether stuff. Okay. They love that right. stuff. Um, yeah. I had a listener send us that ap article about the concord flight okay yeah. so people people are paying attention so, so i would encourage yeah. the guys and girls out there listening to to sniff around that uranium story um that that's interesting in case you've been piggybacking that, on been, horses gold and you know you've yeah you want to you want to get you your money back <laughs> the uh, um oh god yeah i love this i you know and by the way i i love you coming at me with it because you know for 34 weeks I, I just I I spew venom at anyone that I don't like, and so if I if I dish it out, I got to take it right. Uh, uh, yeah. I will tell you the uranium story. Okay, mm -hmm. while I know nothing about it, mm -hmm. has been around for a while. Okay, and so you get these. Um, I don't know if cabal is the right word, but you get yes. these groups of people who yes. start pushing a meme, and so for instance. When you talk about uranium, I know that um, the Sprott guys, Lynn Alden, mm -hmm. I think Cuppy, mm -hmm. uh, I think Kevin has talked about it from time mm -hmm. to time. Mm -hmm. uh, you know that uh, that's that has been around for I would say a year. Okay, I'm guessing at least. Interesting. So yeah. you know, um, this isn't exactly reading it on the front page of the Wall Street Journal, but it's mm -hmm. not. Uh, you know, it's. It's been around for a little, okay. a little bit. Um, the other example would be, you know, when you had like the Novo and the Twins and those guys bumping the uh, the Bitcoin. And 
I just saw, to your point, I forget the guy's name, but like a, it's supposed to be like the best player in the NFL is now Towton. Oh yeah. Uh, probably Tom Brady. Yeah. Yeah. That's he's uh, another guy. That's another guy who's, um, Oh, okay. All right. Um, I might be what, able to he's find plug- over. He's plugging FTX. Is that yeah, what he's plugging? I th- yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. That, no, that's yeah. definitely it. The, Mor- Morris, they have the they have their logo on the Major League Baseball umpires patch. Okay, so now, yeah, you can get your sponsor on on the umpires wow. patch, so that every pitch of the game, and for two and a half hours, you've got your logo smacking them in the front of the eyeballs of America's pastime. And I wouldn't be surprised if they've, they've dumped money into the NFL. Here we are on Sunday afternoon. I bet you're getting an FTX plug somewhere on an NFL Sunday. Some, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, like, so, like Charlie uh, D said, expand your pit, expand your pit. Yeah. More so, people you can um, get involved, you know, we've, uh, uh, you saw this, thing that the ball is in motion on the tether right the, i did yeah talking about talking about looking mm-hmm. into it. and mm-hmm. so my my contention uh and uh just you know nb uh feel free down the road when this all blows up and i'm wrong you can make fun of me about this too but i think this tether thing is going to be the pin that pops the the balloon okay uh, because what you have is you have this system which is now uh, inner inner uh, locked, right? Many people need to buy tether to take the tether to buy the Bitcoin, but now they don't have the bit. They don't want the Bitcoin. They want the Dogecoin, and mm-hmm. now there's this new one called Solaya. I think. Okay. Yeah. Did Solana. You see this? Yep. Mm-hmm. I I, I skipped the article. Yep. All I know is it's up 300% in the last <sighs> month. Now, yep. I, you know, come on. Honestly. Mm-hmm. So you've got, I'm guessing, north of $2 trillion in this stuff. Mm-hmm. $2 trillion. What? Where is the, you know, is there a well, dollar? Is it yeah, backed yeah. by a dollar? So my, my, uh, my bet is that Tether, they took the money. Uh, and I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say that they didn't steal it. Okay. Which, you know, off air, mm-hmm. they fucking, they took some of it. Some Mongolian, <laughs> some yeah, the Mongolian yeah. desert. Yeah. The Something's Mongolian desert. Somewhere. Yeah. It's been, mm-hmm. it's been, mm-hmm. you know, drugs, prostitutes gambled, and then they squandered the rest, right? They squandered um, the rest. <laughs> I think they took it over to China and bought a bunch of this high yield stuff. Right, because this is how this stuff works. You know, it's uh, it's like that book, The Perfect Storm, by uh, I think mm-hmm. it was Christian Younger. He talked about how like big mm-hmm. ships sink, and yeah. it's not one thing. It's like, you know, the power goes out, and a wave comes over, and it it kind of kills the the uh, yep. the yep. motor, and then the the ship becomes perpendicular or parallel to the wave, and yada yada. Mm-hmm. So. All of a sudden, the the government will come in and they'll go, "Okay, enough of this BS. Let's see what you got." And they look up and they got, "Is it that? Is that Chinese construction company the one with the trouble called Evergreen?" Evergrande. Yep. Yep. Evergrande. Evergrande. Okay. Yep. They're gonna they're gonna see the Evergrande six and five eighths of Jan twenty five or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just made that one up. Trading at thirty cents on the dollar, except it's marked mm-hmm. at one hundred and one. 
and uh, you know, then all of a sudden the tether's going to zero, and the people who you know had all that tether in their trade now can't come up with their margin call, and they start cascading lower. And so here's I, I sent this to you earlier. I, I just think I got to read this because this is just a piece of work. I saw this on Twitter uh, today. Um, I I look at Twitter occasionally. I don't have a Twitter account, but some, you know. The show does. We get some nice stuff from the show. And, and by the way, you know, if you're waiting in traffic because there's a car crash, I, I, I look. <laughs> Not long, but so, mm-hmm. so this is a, a Twitter post. Some guy says this. I've been hacked today across three MetaMask wallets for over 10K dollar sign link and a lot of ETH. Must have been some form of malware attack slash keylogger, and I didn't move them to my ledger because of the gas fees waiting for Abitrium. Abitrium? Guys, please, please don't be an idiot like me. Use a ledger. (laughs) So, So let's see. I think I understand Ethereum. Uh, I understand. I was just going to say that. I didn't understand. I understand Ethereum. That was the one word that I got out of there. Well, and just to show you how broad minded I am, I understand Uh, what gas fees are. mm -hmm, That's so you can, that's so if you're changing like your currency, you can jump ahead of the queue or something like that. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, So here was my question you can do this, or you can go to an ATM. And type your four-digit four yeah. password and get your money. Unbelievable, man! Yeah, it's uh, this system is so kludged. And and you want to know why I say this with confidence? It's and I I think I've said this to you on the show before. So during the financial crisis, in was it oh eight oh nine whatever year yep, it was, yep. mm-hmm. you have all of this, and you're going to love this word leverage in the system. Mm. Mm, and please, um, all of a please sudden, go, go on, please. When, you know? when shit hits the fan, guys start looking at the operating agreements and the documents and they look, you know, they got, they got a repo with a and a reverse with B and all of a sudden A's out of business and B's in business. And they, mm-hmm. you got to cover a, cause it's, you be, you're between a and B mm. and you can't push a to B. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. sort of like uh, you owe me money and I owe, uh, you know, Charlie money, and mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. you're broke. Yeah, you can't pay me. And I say, Charlie, well, I don't, I don't, I can't get the money from Liam. And Charlie's like, you know, I don't, Liam, who? Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, I want my mm-hmm. money. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it's possible that Gensler and Yellen and Powell and Brainerd decide not to investigate Tether, I just, you know, I think there's a better chance Elizabeth Holmes gets off than uh, <laughs> Speaking of Elizabeth Holmes, pray do tell. No, no, I, I, you, you, you're, you played investigative reporter. What did you find? Oh. You know, I didn't fact check it, and I'm worried that if I say it on air, it's not true because it's too good to be true. But, oh, you think I mean, it's, it's an from, urban legend? N- no, no, I, I think enough. I think it went around enough that it would have been exposed. But her dad on the board at Enron, 
It, you know, it's please, if somebody can discredit that, email me. But I saw this week from a, a, a source that I consider reliable, a photo of the bio for Elizabeth Holmes' father stating that, lo and behold, he was on the board and in charge of something having to do with compliance or or best pack or best practice at Enron. Enron. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Incredible. Huh. Yep. Well, you know, Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Oh, speaking of apples in the tree, let me give you one more while I have my tinfoil <laughs> hat on. How do you right? like them apples? I okay. got a number. <laughs> I got another I got another one. All right. So you were talking about Tether? One yeah. of the guys up uh, in the top, uh, up in the top board of Tether is, or was, a member of the same cult <laughs> or whatever it is as Jeffrey Epstein. No. How is that for for people you want to be associated I, with? Wait, can, was it Prince Prince Andrew? I I was going <laughs> to leave him out of it because I don't want you know the crown. All right, sending emails to us about bothering the prince. I was going to keep his name out of it. Um, but yeah, again, from a tr- from a source that I trust, um, sent me pictures of yeah the, the big the guy that's a big shot at Tether and his his res- resume, and and the side by side shot with Jeffrey Epstein, same group. Yeah, so. Um, Wow. Yeah, that's just uh, people that I would sh- wouldn't want to be associated with in any sh- shape or form, you know. Um, yeah. So, so um, I, I, you know, I made a bunch of notes because this was a, a a week with a lot going mm-hmm. on, and uh, I was really excited to to talk mm-hmm. to you, catch up with you. And um, I'm sorry we missed each other. I I was a little concerned you might have been out last night with the firefighters paying a memorial to their lost. To their lost comrades. Um, no, I I avoid that. When I was younger, we used to do that. That has uh that has run its course at my age. Okay. But I do want to thank you for bringing that up because I did sit home last night, and my daughter was asleep, and my wife was at work, and I was reading Twitter, and I read the manuscript from the flight ninety three. The oh, guys no. talking about oh. storming the cabin door. All right, and they have the transcript. I'm getting chills just talking about, and the guy's on, I don't know how he's on a phone with someone on the ground. And he says something about like, tell my wife and kids, I love her. So I'm sitting home alone and I just looked over at my daughter and I cried MB. I just sat and cried and thought about those guys who have those kids. Those kids are now 20 and their fathers, their families died on that plane and I thought about how thankful I am for number one, the guys that took down Flight 93. Number two, all the guys that served in this never-ending war in Afghanistan. And number three, like you said, my firefighter buddies downtown, who on Monday, when the spotlight goes off, they're still going to go back to work and run into burning buildings and help people. Yeah. All right. So yeah, September 11th is a is a dark, dark day here in New York. Um, but like I said, I, you know, I, I was so grateful to think that there are people out there that will sacrifice for the greater good like they did on that day and give me the opportunity to live in this great country with my daughter, happy, healthy, and safe today. So tunnels wow. to towers. Yeah. So if you guys, if that strikes a chord with anyone oh, yeah. that's listening, yeah. any, I know yeah. people are probably sick of all the 9-11 stuff by today because they, they really pour it on. But tunnels to towers is the fun, is the charity that you guys can spend money to. I know there's a lot of money that listens to this show that run big, big banks um so tunnels to towers fund is a legit charity to make that to make some sort of good from that um okay. so i just want to get that well, off my thank chest you. thank you no no yep. I, i'm i'm glad you know i i i 
you know, it's the 20 year anniversary, yeah. right? And yeah. so they're bringing up all this stuff, which they sh rightfully mm -hmm. should do because yep. you have to remember. Um, it's just, I don't, I try not to think about it. You know, exactly. we had, nope. uh, I know I had former colleagues in the building go down and then, you know, we were on the phone trading with guys mm -hmm. when, the, when the planes hit the buildings. And, yep. Uh, you know, um, friend, uh, my fish fan, ski bum friend, and mm -hmm. his wife ended up spending at least one night here because they, you know, they mm -hmm. couldn't get in, downtown. Um, they, yeah. They were in the West Village. And I don't know. It was just. Yeah. Anyway, let's uh, let's move on. If, if mm -hmm. you don't mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, no, no, no. So, uh, you know, going back to the uh, economy a little bit, um, I read this paper from one of these uh, private research guys. And he looked at the past 150 years uh, of the relationship between price earnings ratios and mm -hmm. real earnings per share. Mm -hmm. And uh, he claims, I didn't test back test this, but he claims that they're inversely related. So is the earnings per share, real earnings per share go up the price earnings ratio goes down. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't looked at this, but I know, for instance, the uh, uh, the Schiller price earnings uh, ratio. Uh, what's that? The cap C A P E. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. adjusted. Okay, I know that's very very high, and just from what I've heard, uh, people seem to think earnings have been extraordinarily strong. So. It seems as if you have uh, an abnormal um, relationship here where they're both going in the same direction. Um, another one of these newsletter guys, this one's free, uh, that I, I get. Uh, I tried the pay service, and I didn't think it was great. But he, he asked the question, and this guy is always bullish. He asked the question, where, where do you think we would be if we didn't have the pandemic? And so it's a really interesting question, right? So what mm -hmm. he did was he said, let's look at three previous recoveries and what the growth rates were. So the recovery from 1991 to 2001, that averaged 3.6% per year. Mm -hmm. Okay. 2001 to 2007, 2.8%. And then 2009 to 2019, 2.3%. So... Mm -hmm. They each are incrementally going lower. And um, I think that, uh, you know, you can understand that in, in a very simple sense. is the economy gets bigger, it's harder to sustain the same growth rate, right? Because you got a bigger number. Um, mm -hmm. But other than that, um, I think, you know, the, the economy just isn't growing at the same rate. And... Um, I don't know that and I feel really all that qualified to explain why, but to assume we have this four or five percent growth and it's going to propagate, I don't think that's a reasonable expectation. And there were signs of that before the pandemic that the economy was slowing down. Correct? Is uh -huh. that is yeah. that fair? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I'd like to to claim I I didn't drill down on it, and I don't remember exactly, but uh, I. Well, I do remember uh, 
getting short, right? We we talked about that, and uh, so the yep. once I saw the pandemic thing, uh, you know, I felt more confident. But yeah, I, I think the economy was slowing. Um, the amount of stimulus that the government has put in to date eclipses the uh, the um, what FDR did. Yeah, amazing. You know, the, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the New Deal. I'm, 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 uh, the New Deal. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, I just, you know, at some point the music's got to stop here. And, yeah, uh, I yeah, know, yeah. Look, three weeks from now, new highs, you can beat me up again. But uh, I, I don't, I just, like Warren Christopher, I urge caution. And mm-hmm. uh, um, we'll see. But like, if I could go back, I can remember you and me being on a bike ride before Trump was elected, when it was Trump and Hillary, and you had concerns then about the fragility of the economy and the direction of where we were going. And that's going. How long ago is that now? You know. Um, and uh, yeah. I can remember. And I can remember that was that's that's going back a long time. And there was mm-hmm. there were signs of the cracks in the foundation. And then, and that was, you know, that was years ago now. Um, But so now you have the pandemic with all these completely insane numbers that, you know, that you almost have to throw away and say, all right, are we going back to where we were in 18, which was glacial creep for economic growth? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, you have that, you have all these uh, bizarre situations, right? You've got more job openings. Than people to it's crazy, and yeah. as you pointed out, it was it's a it's a skills mismatch. So hundred percent. I I read I think in the FT that we're talking about how there's not enough of the blue collar workers, drivers, uh, drivers. Oh my yeah, god, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, they got too many white collar workers, uh, mm-hmm. which is you know is great reason to go get a college education for seventy thousand bucks a year, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it just just yeah. seems kind of yeah. stupid. Yeah, and what are you going to do? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to wait it out. I've, I've, I've taken my lumps, and uh, I do think um, I continue to wait until we see what they're going to do with the taxes. It's it's painful to uh Interesting you watch, bring that up. You know, yeah? Yeah, taxes, yeah. So go on, expand on that. What, what, what well, do you— I, 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 I just— you know, um, that old saying, it's not what you make, it's what you keep, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, for somebody like me, I use, I like to use the phrase, closer to the end of the rainbow, I, I have a, the luxury to manipulate my income. Mm-hmm. Right? Guys who are W-2 guys, that they got no room to do anything. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, for somebody like me, you know, I, I can wait and see what the rules are, and then I can start shifting my assets to try and maximize uh, mm-hmm. the amount of money I have. Um, I, I, as an aside, lately, um, especially since I <clears throat> succeeded at Leadville, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> where was I? Leadville. Oh, yeah. Let me tell mm-hmm. you about that. Um, no, you're no. You're talking about how um, you're going to avoid taxes. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I've I've really, uh, this is going to sound too uh, 
too touchy feely, but uh, I'm just really focusing on um, much more, uh, you know, life satisfaction goals. Mm-hmm. And, and and maybe because I've been wrong for so long, I've given up on making money. I don't know. I'm trying to find a new career. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, at this point, I don't have income that's based on wages, right? Mm-hmm, so right. every decision to me is based on what do you net and, and until mm-hmm. we know what the rules are. So like an example, uh, and this clearly is not investment advice, but there are certain stocks that pay dividends and those dividends are called qualified dividends and they're taxed at a lower tax rate. I think they're taxed at maybe 15% or something like that. Well, if they change the law and saying dividends no longer fall under that exemption, now they're not taxed at 15%, they're you know hypothetically taxed at 50%. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that changes your, your, what you keep, right? And mm-hmm. so um, for me, I, I don't know whether the stock price will change to reflect that after tax or whether, you know, there's bonds. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff yeah. like that. So you can see already, I, I, we joke about this, but they're already sliding on the, um, on the estate tax stuff with the state basis step up and those sorts of things. And so in my case, you know, that, I, you know, I focus everything on what's left after Cheryl and I are gone. Yep. You know, yeah. I, and no, I didn't sign the giving pledge. Um, we can talk about that on another show, but no, I, I didn't, I didn't do that. Um, I don't fault you for that. You're a, a, an accomplished philanthropist in a, in a different right. So <clears throat> bully, bully, bully. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a, you want to, um, you want to, uh, talk about the, the graph that you, uh, that you sent me earlier in the week, um, that we used. If you as remind our, me which one it is, the one with the well, Rolexes. No, 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 not the, uh, the Patek that you're hawking to cover the gold but position we, but, down but, at Terry shop. <laughs> okay. So let's, let's just talk about the Rolex for a second. Okay. So oh, it just bothers me. Yeah, go, all right, go ahead. No, no. What bothers you? Cause I, that Pepsi watch, I, I mean, the fact that you gave it away <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't give it to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't even talk to this guy anymore. <laughs> um, Here I have your partner on the show, and I. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I All right, know. go but, on, go on. You know, if you did a better job negotiating a freaking contract, <laughs> it was the first time. What do I know? I was a junior. I well, I know. It didn't look at what happened to Bruce Springsteen. It wrecked three years of his life. <laughs> um, so uh, I took a look. So, so just so everyone knows, what we're talking about. Liam dug up this uh, local jeweler that we use, and the jeweler put an ad up for an expensive paddock Philippe for sale that's used. And Liam sent over a note saying, ah, you selling this to cover your gold losses? Ha, ha, ha. And I'm like, yeah. But it made me take a look at something, okay? So uh, I don't know whether this is instructive, but I'll leave it to you guys to decide. So the prices of Rolexes have indeed gone up sharply in the last uh, couple of years. Mm. Fact. The prices of Patek Philippe's have not. They haven't gone up at all. In fact, they may have declined in price. And the reason I think that 
uh, is worth noting is because you have two very different types of buyers. Mm-hmm. So the, the Rolexes are going to be the young, lesser exactly. sophisticated, right? Who just yep. came into some money. It's hundred percent. Yeah. That's, that's gotta be it. Right. Cause you yeah. want, oh, you yeah. want a Rolex with your Lambo and you don't care about the Patek cause the Patek looks like grandpa's watch. They want the Rolex with the <laughs> name, you know? No, I'm not saying I, that. I, no, owned, I owned them before. I, well, I'm not a grandpa yet, but I owned no, them when I was no, younger. No, no. But yeah, exactly. But that's the look, um, and that's the association. I think of the guys, you know, the guys wearing the Patek are going to Greenwich Concord to Elegance, and the guys wearing the Rolex are going down to the drag strip and, you know, doing burnouts in their Lamborghini that they just got off of their crypto funds. Um, but that, yeah, I, I bet you that's why. It's a totally different, yeah. you know, yeah, uh-huh. it's a, yeah uh-huh. welcome to the new world. So I can get a Patek for cheap now. <laughs> uh, inexpensive. <laughs> I told you that. I told you I, they, they put me through the IBM sales training course when I was a, a trainee at Continental Bank. Okay. I learned I learned two things. It was like two days. I learned mm-hmm. two things. One is nothing's ever cheap. It's inexpensive. And mm-hmm. the second thing, and this is actually pretty good, ask for the order. Interesting. Apparently they say people as salesmen, the mistake they make is they lay the whole thing out and they wait for the client to go, oh, okay, I'll take it. No, you you ask for the order. And, Interesting. Uh, I tell you, I think about that a lot. Mm. I think about that a real lot because yeah. it's just that little bit of inertia that gets you that deal, that gets you, uh, you know, it gets the girl, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, or the yeah. guy or the they, yeah. what I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep. um, and it's just, yeah. I think it's one of those great, uh, it's no Tony Robbins, okay? It's mm-hmm. no Tony Robbins, but, you know, it, yeah. this is free, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And exactly. not, for, yeah, yeah. Not, not for me, but for everybody else, it's free. Right, right, exactly. So, um, I don't know. I I felt like we had a lot more interesting stuff, and it just seemed like we didn't get a lot of traction out of Elizabeth Holmes or Prince Andrew, or I'm worried about the Elizabeth Holmes thing. I'll be honest; she's with child, and they got a Tesla lunatic on the jury too. Which way, like pro pro Tesla? Yeah, he was. He had a Tesla logo on his mask, so that was like a red flag to me. That means there's one of those lunatics on the jury. Um, (laughs) So that could go either. That could go. That could go two ways. No, no chance. Okay. She's got two chances. Okay. Slim and none and Slim just okay. left town. It's not. <sighs> okay. <laughs> you could take that one to the bank. <laughs> the only thing the only thing more certain than her going to jail is that Tether's a fraud. Oh. Okay. Well, we're working on this. This is going to take a long time. You know, this is taking a long time for us to get to 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 ex- completely expose Tether as the fraud that it is. Um but I'm still worried about that not falling apart when it should, you know? I need yeah. look, um these things take time. And okay. You know, I think I think slash hope what's going on is Gensler gets into office. He's supposed to understand all these things. Right. He taught it mm-hmm. at MIT. So MIT, yeah. you got to give him the benefit of the doubt. He has a history of being tough as a regulator. Okay. And if he's a smart guy, 
the first thing he does is he gets into his office and he figures out who's on his team and who on his team is part of his team and part of the old guy's team. And he's got to collect his guys. Right. So, um, I'm trying to think about, so a, a friend of ours years ago took a new job in a, in a corporation and mm-hmm. my friend isn't terribly politically savvy. Uh, and, um, so we talked about the job and I said, look, you know, uh, they brought you in. So the guy who hired you, you're his guy. So he's going to want to see you succeed because he's hired you. So you don't know the people you work with. You don't know whether they're his guy too. So you don't know whether they're your ally or your adversary. So Mm -hmm. until you're there six months to a year and you figure out the politics and how to move the chess pieces of the people you work with, you know, Everything's good. Everyone's great. Everyone's a nice guy. You do everything you can. And once you figure out how the, the, the wheels turn, then you can start to kind of move your way through, right? And so, mm-hmm. Gensler, how long has he been in there? Six months? Six months, yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus or minus, right? Yeah. And yeah. now what he's doing is it would appear to me, whether it's him or somebody else, but they're lining their ducks up, right? They've got the Fed, the SEC, the Treasury. I I think that, you know, there's this thing about, you know, war, and if, if, you know how I feel mm-hmm. about that, so we don't know to go through the whole disclaimer there. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think Napoleon had some quote like, if you're going to take Vienna, take Vienna. So if you're going to go after something, you want to freaking take it out on the first blow. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, there's... There's two hits, me hitting you, yeah. and you hitting yeah. the floor. Mm-hmm. And, and I, maybe I'm naive at 61, but I think that's what's what's going on here. Uh, yeah. And I got to be honest with you, and I just don't buy the thought that the crypto DeFi stuff does anything for anybody. They keep saying... They're going to switch it to dollars. It's all for dollars. You can't do anything with your Bitcoin or your coin. You need to trade it back in for dollars. At the end of the day, they want it in dollars. That's the, that's the joke of it all. Yeah. You know, it's all tied to the dollar. The problem is Tether's not backed by the dollar, the U S dollar stable coin, the U S whatever it is, dollar USD. Yeah. There's no, the dollar, you know, yeah, the, the, yeah. that's the hypocrisy and the, like, almost the comedy of it. You mm-hmm. can't do anything with your stupid shit coin except trade it for cash. <laughs> trade it oh. for cash at the end of the day. Okay. So idiots oh, like man. idiots like me that walk into the gas station and see the Bitcoin ATM. Oh, Bitcoin! It's finally here. It's arrived. I'm going to buy Bitcoin. I don't even no get dumbass. it. What, what? Yeah. How does what does the Bitcoin ATM do? You. I, I don't know. You either put your cash in and you buy Bitcoin or you take out your Bitcoin in cash. That's, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's sure the comment. They, they give you a good exchange rate, just like at right, the airport, right? right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I've, never, I've never done this. I, I wanted to go to the airport and see, like, on the flight departures, what the exchange rate was and then the <laughs> flight arrivals. <laughs> But yeah. doesn't see if they job the guys coming and going. Yeah. Yeah. I got to mm. get a life. When you think about the world in that way. 
<laughs> oh, buddy. Oh, Listen, man. Uh, yeah. It's been fun, pal. Um, All right, so we're going to talk about gold for the next 33 weeks. Uh, can I get a price target on that for our listeners? Since we've never done this, sure. we might as well do sure. it now. Higher. <laughs> okay, higher. Can I get a time stamp on that? Higher by... I How think about, my... Let's, let's use ahead. Christmas. Christmas. What do you think at Christmas? Christmas Day, where's gold? You know, that's a tough question because me and my Jewish friends, we go out looking for young Gentile children to make our... <laughs> uh, grind their bones to make our matzah. <laughs> That's a joke. I'm okay, kidding. right. Um, I look. I don't. I. I just don't know. I'm. I, I know. That's why I'm. I love I, drilling I, you on it. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. I will tell you with one hundred percent honesty. When I got into the gold, I was excited because I had seen. This is like eighteen months ago. How mm-hmm. there was a speculative frenzy in the Bitcoin. And I thought that would end up moving over to gold. And I, I was wrong. Uh, this, the frenzy stayed in the cryptos. And, uh, you know, woe was me. But um, at this point, um, uh, I still think we might get that right. So uh, I'm with you 100%. I'm just, I'm just, you know. Give it time. If it, if it goes, I mean, I, I do think, you know, you, I don't think 2,500 is an unreasonable number. Mm-hmm. Uh, 3,000 mm-hmm. maybe. Uh, you okay. know, I, I, these big numbers. I know. I, I just don't, I know. I don't like, I don't like doing that. Cause you, even if you think it, I, I think saw silver. Lose. I saw silver 2,400. Yeah. Well, if, uh, if it goes there, we'll have enough money to get a separate producer. <laughs> Listen, you take care, all right? And, all right, uh, buddy. I'll see you next week. Thank okay. you. Okay. Be well. Cheers.